Today's show is sponsored by Miracle Made. Folks, I have sheets from Miracle Made and ugh, I love them, especially in the summer or in these transitional seasons where your body is like hot and cold and it's just like confused. Here's the deal with Miracle Made they make sheets, okay? But they use NASA inspired technology with silver infused fabrics to make these sheets temperature regulating so that you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. It's so delightful. Traditional bed sheets can also have way more bacteria. It can, they can have more bacteria than a toilet seat, which is crazy. They can lead to acne and allergies and stuffy noses. It's just super gross. My husband is one of these people that gets acne from traditional bed sheets. Um, but when we discovered Miracle Made, his face just cleared up. It was, it's been so great because they have this technology that prevents 99.7% of bacteria growth and it requires up to three times less laundry. Uh, so like I said, there's a self-cooling property for better quality sleep. There's a self-cleaning property. Uh, there's comfort and quality. I mean, they're so luxurious. It's like nicer than sheets you'd find at a five-star hotel. And it's designed for your skin so that bacteria doesn't get all up in your pores. So here's what I think you should do. I think you should try miracle.com slash fake the nation. Whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order them today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo code fake the nation at the checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 30-day money back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get that full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash fake the nation and use the code fake the nation to claim your free three piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash fake the nation to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made for sponsoring this episode. Fake the nation episode 172. Hello, hello! This is Fake the Nation, where we talk about news, we talk about politics, and where we watch as democracy is being juggled by a bunch of first-year clown college students. I am your host, Nikine Farsad, and when it comes to shitty politics, like bedazzled rhinestones on a MAGA hat, I am on it! Today, we're going to talk about the fermenting fungal bacteria that is the White House. We'll also talk about our appetite for protests and Facebook. It's still not doing the thing we wish it would do, question mark. Ah. <laughs> Um, today I'm so excited by the panel, you guys. Um, first time to the show, but like 43rd time in my heart. <laughs> she, I'll take it. It's a great credit. She's a stand-up comic. I met her right after she moved back to this country from having done a European stint of living. No, 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 no. I was in San Francisco. <laughs> But almost Europe, you know? No, you know what I think? Well, didn't you just, like, do London and I then come? I just came back. I mean, yeah, I go to Europe a lot. I just came back from Sweden, like, just recently. No, but. just recently. But, like, when I first met you, I had just come back from London for some reason. I probably, I think I had a month-long sabbatical right after I moved here. Yeah. And I went to Europe for the whole thing. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah, I think that's so, yeah. what it was. Mm-hmm. So, in my mind, you had years and years yeah. <laughs> as a European I definitely citoyen. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, oh, my God, she's so funny. I... I was delighted in her stage presence from the very first moment. She has a new album out. It's called Hard Pass. It's available on all the platforms. I saw the fucking live taping of this fucking album. Thank it's you so much for coming. goddamn incredible. You guys, it's Katie Kampa. Thank you. Hi. Ooh. Hey, everybody. Um, 
And joining us uh, again to the show, uh, you know her, you love her. She's a comedian. Uh, she, You can see her frequently at UCB. Um, you could have seen her frequently at Second City. There's so many options for all of the many iconic comedic institutions where you could have seen this woman. That's how fucking fancy she is. Uh, and she's got a video online right now on Vimeo that you absolutely have to watch. It's called, and this title alone will make you run to the internet, it's called Flip This Murder House. Um, you guys. <laughs> It's Ashley England. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh, are you guys ready? Yes. For topic number one. Yes. By the way, this episode, this ep, as we like to call it in the biz, (laughs) is uh, dropping on the Halloween. So feel free to be as spooky um, or as chocolate related uh, as you would like throughout this show. Okay, great. I'm, I just want to make sure I, I clarified that. Thank you. Uh, the latest in impeachment news is that a well-regarded Purple Heart winning army uh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says on his business army card. Dude, army yes, dude. dude. <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vinman, who was actually um, on the call, um, corroborated basically everything the whistleblower complaint said. Uh, so there's no more hearsay. This is I was there say. Um, and he seemed to sort of bring down the house. What did you guys think of this uh, development? First of all, how many people were on this call? It seems like, like people just keep coming people. out like yeah. I was on the call also. <laughs> just panicking the whole time, right? I mean, the eye contact going around the room must have been so intense. Yes. Yeah, like the Google chats yeah. that were just happening. The DMs yeah. were fire. <laughs> yes. They crashed the White House servers. Um, but were you, are you guys like, well, this is it. I don't know. It's such a like weird admin thing. It's a, the first tried one to that be was like, on I the just call. have a few corrections. Like how boring, you know? <laughs> Also, but, I didn't know we could correct transcripts. Right. This is also something And it's I like, I'm sorry, this. they used voice recognition software that to had, reconstruct? That had ellipses in certain places. Uh, yeah. That's really freaky. Like, yeah. is that always deployed? Oh, I don't know. I mean, we should really investigate that. Yeah, Like, there should. should be a person that listens to it and types it. And they're trusted to do so. I think I'm okay with there being a recording if they oh, want to do that. Yeah, you know, listen the voice to that. recognition software, I'm just like, what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, do, yeah, I, yeah. You know, less automation, more human jobs, et cetera. Right, I'm right, not right. a young no, person. Let's get but... a real stenographer up in there, yeah. you know, yeah. get a job yeah. for somebody. Somebody to look horrified along with everybody else uh, who can also <laughs> spell. <laughs> she, they could probably do a stenography sesh and a Google chat at the same time, like two different hands. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Those guys are really, like, uh, skilled. Um, but yeah, he seems to be uh, not to pun, but unimpeachable of character, hey. you know, <laughs> like, and they're trying. But I mean, well, I so watched y- Nicole Wallace call three people chicken shit like 18 times yesterday. Wait, so what, and the then what, what is the GOP line of attack on this guy? That he has split loyalties to here and the Ukraine because he was born in Ukraine and came here when he was three and then served in the U.S. Army and went to war for us several times. <laughs> and is now a truth teller from the White House. What an underhanded, is, yeah. dirty dog. <laughs> Yeah, that's a tough one. And not even all Republicans can't really get on board with that. Most of them, I would say, can't get on board with that. A handful are super into They're trying. That, the uh, the pundits the are really, really trying. Yeah, know, yeah. But, but it—so it, 
I think it, I mean, here's the thing. How many times do we have to hear testimony that corroborates the whistleblower's compa- complaint before we're like, we believe the whistleblower's yeah. complaint? I, the, the thing that I'm worried about at the end of all this is that it's just going to be like, yeah, he did it, and that's just how it is, and get over it. Well, and that's, that's already happening. So it's what is the GOP's line of defense here? Is it, it just to be it's he just did that? it and just get over it? I and mean, what else can they do? He can't lie. He like cannot lie consistently. So they have to just admit also the, eventually the, that he the did it. The process thing is just is just sort of like a nothing. It feels like they're just playing white noise whenever they start complaining about process. Yeah. Um, He also, when he asked China to also investigate Biden, I feel like that was him saying, like, I can Mm -hmm. you're not going to stop me with this. Like he did it. That we all saw that. That was very clear. What I don't understand about the um, (laughs) GOP is that they outnumber Trump. And if most of them, and I believe in my heart that 95% of them think he's a lunatic. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. They outnumber him and they could, you know, they control the Senate and there's just more of them. And if if all of them came together, if it wasn't just Justin Amash and Mitt Romney, if they all came together and were just like, listen, motherfucker, we will make we will join the Democrats and make your life miserable if you don't cut this shit out. Cut it out. It's Mitch McConnell who has he could do that. He could. He's do got that, that kind of power. If he yeah. decides, it's really down. To, I hate when it's down to one do, person, but it's down to him. But it's it's not even. I don't even think it's down to him. If twenty senators came to Mitch McConnell and were like, "Motherfucker, get real." Then it would be like game over because what is what is Trump going to do if if it, 250 members of Congress are out criticizing the president? I think they're worried. What are they going to do? Trump is going to write 250 individual tweets. So what? That waters down the attack on everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't think understand. they're worried that if he goes, white men fall as a whole, which maybe and that's probably like this is a pretty good argument for white men not getting to decide things anymore. Like this whole scenario was like happened you know, due to the patriarchy. That's like how we're here. I yeah. think I think they're scared if that yeah. topples and what exactly. else falls. Exactly. And it's a lot. They're so scared of AOC. They're so scared of like or women doing anything. Pelosi. Oh, yeah. God. Or it's that you fucking take Watergate and you turn it into a Reagan, you know, which is what they did last time. Yeah. They have the opportunity to rebuild. Yeah. Who are you going to rebuild with? It should be with, like, the Bill Herds of the world mm-hmm. who you're pushing out of Congress instead of the fucking uh, who name your crazy balls. Matt um, Gates. Matt Gates. There it is. Uh, I don't understand, guys. I'm just – I and, and plus – Here's the thing. Nancy mm-hmm. is going to do one of them votes that everyone is that, that, that the GOP has been asking for mm-hmm. in their process criticisms. Why hasn't there been a vote um, to formally open up those impeachment inquiry? And she's like doing that vote. Mm-hmm. So then they're going to have that vote. Great. And then that, now they're saying, well, it's too late. The process has already been tainted, which, again, is like a shit argument because they're going to release all the transcripts from these um, testament. None of these are the earnest hearings. arguments. It's just like no, none of them are earnest arguments. Right, right, right. Distractions. Yeah, right. And they're just trying to slow it down. I mean, it's coming. So the re- so the like bold thing to do is, yes, he did it. We. This is what I would do. Okay, I if know you're a lot putting of GOP, on your villain hat. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> I, I know a lot of GOP strategists listen to this show. <laughs> so <laughs> let me tell you guys, give you a freebie, how to fucking handle this. <laughs> what Trump did was terrible. Um, it is not impeachable. 
we agree, we will vote to impeach him, but we will not um, convict him in the Senate. Let this be a warning sign. If he does anything like this again, we will convict him in the Senate. I love get ahead of it. Get ahead of stop it. Stop being so defensive. Just stop. It doesn't look good. So if you're listening, you know, employ Don't stop that tactic. Ordering pizzas in the skiff. Ugh, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just none of it is working for you. Um let's talk a little bit, and we'll probably circle back to impeachment, but let's talk about this Baghdadi situation. What did you think about how that was like uh rolled out by the president? <laughs> On Sunday morning, I just the tweet. Everything is and the, cuckoo the bananas. fifty minute the fifty minute presentation. The, photo with the wires. Did you notice <laughs> yes. all the wires? Yes, it's like, I did. Where is the IT person. I love Pete Souza. He is call. like America's best troll. I think <laughs> yes, yeah. he is constantly trolling them with like excellent content. It's my favorite. Um, but yeah, he was. He's the one that was like the imprint is uh not. <laughs> it's not really working with the whole storyline here. I mean. Honestly, I don't want that guy involved in a raid on anything. <laughs> like, no. But I but I was just shocked by the level of detail that the that Donnie went through, yeah. including well, so was everyone the mention of body parts. Yeah, yeah. So Baghdadi was uh, wearing a suicide vest. They went into his compound, and then he went into a tunnel and detonated the, the suicide vest. I guess he had three of his children with him all yeah. of this this kind of detail I, I i don't know what normally comes out uh you know obviously I, we won't know for like 25 years yeah know, we won't from... know we don't know who i don't we don't know what the total total specifics were with the osama bin laden i mean do we i don't i don't know i don't know if we know um but i i just found it jarring to hear that much about and and I don't appreciate gleeful like discussions of m- yeah. of murder because yeah. I'm more of a like capture and imprison kind of gal. Sure. Um, not to say that I'm not hard on you know crime, uh, but imprisoning uh, is pretty effective. Yeah, <laughs> it's a yeah. pretty good punishment. And three children would not have died. Would right. Like, that's but I mean, obviously, that's not you know that wasn't under our control. He right. detonated a suicide vest or whatever. And I mean, I can't speak for that. Like they probably would not imprison him. He might be like rendered somewhere because I don't. I don't think we have any kind of like anti torture stuff in place anymore. Like <laughs> the stuff's just going haywire at the top. Yeah. Well, yeah. So also, I'm a. I'm a. I, again, I don't know what like what international institutions could be deployed in situations like this to make this kind of like the International Court of Justice, blah, 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 to make this thing kind of fair. But I guess obviously we want to take down this terror network. We can all agree on that, sure. right? That's yeah. not a controversial position. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, yeah, I just find it really odd to kind of talk about how he died like a dog and stuff like that. I I also just don't know what is the strategy there because it feels like that. But like look who we're galvanizes. talking about strategy. Yeah. Strategy. Somebody said in the one of the articles uh like in the New York Times I think that he just says anything that will make him seem or feel smart and strong. So yeah. that's what he's doing and he revealed like way more information than anybody would have told him to do and some they agonize about what do they put in the briefings because they don't know what he's going to repeat to people. Yeah. So I mean strategy it's just like yeah and he's of course the type that's going to revel in somebody's demise that way especially right. if he was golfing while it happened. Right. Um like like the idea that someone died like a dog is not you know just in, I, I don't know what that does for the people on the ground. Right. Right. 
uh, or the people that are there who support us or like they don't want the yeah. terror. Like I just feel like it it's not great for that that group of especially folks. after we had just turn around and took a large dump on the Kurds. Yes. Right. Yes. So we're and not consistent that players. Operation. That jeopard- like yeah. That jeopardized that operation. So we're not consistent, stable players there no. in no. the region. Our word is not bond. You know what I mean? So, like, all of that is... Um, and I just wouldn't compare people to dogs, maybe ever. I know it's, like, dying like a yeah. dog, but it's just a... No, it's ups- like it's it. weirdly upsetting. Yeah. Um, but there are also, like, jihadi PR wars <laughs> happening. Right, right, with, like, Al-Qaeda. So it's, like, kind of mirroring what's happening there. It's, like, Al-Qaeda versus ISIS trying to, like, recruit people. And, like, the leadership at Al-Qaeda was, like, largely symbolic, you know. And then uh, bin Laden's son died, so then there was, like, a a vacancy. Right. If you don't like being compared to a dog, (laughs) come join (laughs) Al-Qaeda. Exactly, exactly. Right? I'm just, like, what are those brainstorm meetings like? (laughs) Like, all right, what are terrorists like? Come on, come on, come on. No bad ideas. (laughs) Um, But do you—what do you think his— base how did his base like is this is this like a rallying cry for them are they you know and and how long will it last if there's a positive bump from this uh how big is it and how you know i think it would have is has there been i don't know it does it almost feel like it's already over Uh, yeah i feel like he fucked it up oh can i sorry yes you may feel like he really really rolled it out badly you know i mean (laughs) he's like let's take a cool picture and no one was like well we should probably plug in these you know, <laughs> HDMI cables, maybe. Um, <laughs> or just bring a woman, one woman in the room. Yeah, or everybody, like, find a one spot to look oh, at. one woman <laughs> in the room. Yeah. yeah. Just, want, just grab somebody in the hallway, you bring know, them like in. like an intern. Yeah. Um, yeah, all of that. It was a pretty bad, uh, It it yeah, it, it was a bad rollout. That said, again... Great job on bringing down a leader of a terror network. Yeah, I'm sure you had. I'm sure you had everything to do with it, Donnie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were right there. Your your sleeves were rolled up. Helping, being a team player. Plans and he knew uh, where it was. Layouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Um, Are we being ultra partisan and 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 polarized and not like because i remember when when obama did his announcement about osama bin laden people went to the streets and they were cheering i don't think that same thing happened here but um but there did seem to be this sort of like national rallying around the president for this job well done um are we not giving him his full due? Are you referring to Nate Silver by any chance? I'm not. What? Tell me. I don't know. I don't know what you're referring to. He tweeted the other day and was like, God, it's like the libs can't even allow, no, permit Trump to have one good day. Yeah. So over are, this. Is that what's happening? Are we being I, are we being a little bit of a dick here? I don't think so. Like <laughs> he's he every time if anything po- could be contrived as positive yeah. from his side. If it's I always thought he had he anything to do with it, I would give him credit. Sure. <laughs> but I think he probably did more good by staying the fuck out of it and going golfing that day. I wish he would golf well, more. Also, yes. and then he inadvertently fucked shit up by um by by shitting on the Kurds the prior week. So it's like he probably actually made things worse. And it and doesn't it fuck up the timeline? Like they were supposed to do it at a different time. Yeah, whatever, I think they so. Sort of forced into yeah. To and in. you can't explain anything to him. Everything's like a power struggle with him right it's not about like what are we trying to get done it's about how can i come out on top right even if i end up fucking myself in the end yeah um Mm. i guess in closing do you feel like 
um, this was a distraction at all from the impeachment or is the impeachment news so like I'm, I'm sort of having a hard time figuring out how that land, how it all, how it's playing out together for the public. Is it like, OK, he had this win. Let's not impeach him or like he had this win. Uh, come on, guys, we're still going to impeach this motherfucker. I think if they had made a stronger narrative about Baghdadi, it yeah. would be different because I didn't actually hear about him prior to this happening yeah. whereas bin laden was in the news often. all the time yeah, so i think if yeah. there was a different narrative it would have been like a much greater celebration instead this is like okay thank you for you know clearing then, him out but i definitely knew thing. his name this whole time yep. yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> al-baghdadi totally yeah. al-baghdadi um and then i think the other the other thing is at when obama announced it when was well, i don't remember what year that was i was I away say, like 2009 i think it was 2011 i think i was on oh, my year okay. right yeah. Yeah. and uh, so when that happened, it was, I, you know, it, we because we knew his name. What it, it did have a different relationship. Maybe we weren't so burnt out on Middle East stuff. Now yeah. everything since ISIS, everything sort of feels like abstract about the Middle East, right? And ISIS was never attached to one person the way Al Qaeda was, mm-hmm. and so and they have. I mean, has there nine eleven is like the biggest thing, thing that ever happened. Right, his name will always be synonymous with that attack. Exactly, so it's always going to be a big deal. So and- it's just different. So and 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 that wasn't abstract. That was on our soil so mm-hmm. i feel like now it's just like the kind and this is gross to say but the pr benefits of something like that are just like not as and never going to be as strong right. i think mm-hmm. um, well considering what's happening now that's going to like create future isis fighters and that's going to be he's responsible for that <laughs> you yeah. know like that's your real legacy yeah. sir thanks All thanks right. so much well thanks so much <laughs> uh to everyone in the white house for this confusing set of events that we don't know how it will turn out yeah. Thank um you. <laughs> thanks white house it's really i have so little free time thanks to you um <laughs> i can't sleep anymore guys um let us uh hear a quick word from our sponsors about our sponsors about our sponsors they're great and we they help keep on the lights here that's Love the it. main reason why they're great Uh, And then when we come back, we're going to talk about mass protests. Today's show is sponsored by Paired. And oh my God, me and my husband have had such a great time using Paired. We had this conversation recently because one of the questions that the app gave us was how do you personally express your love for your partner? I had some really ridiculous things that I was sharing with him that he sort of like totally saw as like, oh yeah, that is how you you show your love for me. Like one of those things is he's like very sensitive to windows being open without the screen being there or like shades not being drawn at night or like just stuff involving windows. And I'm the kind of person that doesn't care about that. So I show my love for him by like doing those things because I know... (laughs) He cares. And he recognized that as like a very weird form of showing your love for someone. And then I was like, I should actually do more exciting and interesting things for him. One of the ways he shows his love for me is by wearing the clothes that I buy him, which he doesn't always want to wear. But he does because he knows that I love like seeing them. P.S. I feel like he looks better when he wears the clothes I buy him. All right. That's just a side note. But point is, we've had these really fun conversations because of paired and it's 
as you've now guessed, a relationship app for couples. You and your partner, you download the app, you pair together, and every day Paired gives you questions, quizzes, games. It's a way to, to have fun, stay connected, and deepen your conversations. And I think, you know, when you get to a certain point, I mean, me and my dude have been together for like 10 years. So it's kind of great to have this external entity like giving you these questions and inspiring new forms of conversation that you hadn't thought of in these 10 years. And so, I don't know, I highly, highly recommend Paired. It's so fun. Um, whether you're a new couple and you could you could really use some, some questions to get th- to deepen things, or you're a couple that's been around the block and you could use these questions to kind of like find a new and interesting things you didn't really know about each other. Either way, it's time to lighten the mood and have fun with your partner by using Paired. Head to Paired.com slash Fake the Nation to get a seven-day free trial and 25% off if you sign up for a subscription. Just head to Paired.com slash FakeTheNation to sign up today. Connect with your partner every day using Paired. A happier relationship starts here. Go to Paired.com slash FakeTheNation. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. And we are back and we're ready for topic number two. So, okay, there are protests in Hong Kong, Lebanon, Chile. The one in Chile is over subway fare. Um, Can you imagine Americans getting that upset about something that definitely affects us? (laughs) How have we not thought about this? Subway fare, how are we not in the streets every weekend? How is all of New York City not on the streets, like, protesting the subway? (laughs) The machinations of government affect us, and yet we're more likely to show up for the premiere of Joker than we are for mass protest, which, by the way, Not I me. did see. I saw the Joker. Um, Was it at a protest? At, I, I, in protest in my heart, oh. I went and saw Joker. Um, but I was thinking about Subway Fair the whole time. Good. Uh, and I would say it's worth it um, if you if you don't want to see a superhero movie, which I didn't want to see one, and I saw. But it's brutal. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but see it in the movies. It's more fun that way. Everything's more fun in the movies. True. Question for you. So we have an impeachment looming, as we just talked about. Why haven't we taken to the streets about this? We are too comfortable. Straight up, we think everything is going to be fine. We're we, just going to vote, and we're going to canvas, and we're going to, like— But then why did we show up to the Women's March, and why I'm, did we show up to the Muslim ban? I think we're ban? wrong. I think we are wrong, and we should be in the streets, you know? Right. But, like, I'm, I think it's, like, 
weird tire. I mean, we showed yes. up for a little bit, but then things didn't change. And then I think we were like, well, let's go have brunch. <laughs> yeah. You know? I don't. First of all, I think there needs to be like a leader or a main voice for a protest to work. And I don't know that that exists at this time right now. So like we, we can rally around someone and their vision. Um, and then I personally don't protest because I don't like groups of people. Um, so, so I, I, although it's in my heart, so I you're not like you, you were never a mosh pit type. No, but I'll call my, I'll call my representatives, yeah, yeah, but they're nice. all on my side now. So yeah, what am I protesting? Yeah. Like, I'm just not sure right. how to be effective in this situation. Well, I'll tell you something that I, uh, um, found. Okay. So I, I, the, in some of the reading that we had about this, um, Dana Fisher, who's a professor at the University of Maryland, she said people have grown accustomed to a certain baseline level of outrage. And so I think that goes to your point of we're sort of just comfortable. We're now just living with this, like, level of anxiety that we just have now. It's been crazy just to be like, this feels normal. (laughs) Like, it's horrible. You still go outside and, like, something's wrong, but a lot of stuff is still working normally and... I think it's also fear of that, not just being too comfortable, but fear. What we really need, I think, for mass protests to get going is trash collectors need to be on our side. (laughs) If they leave trash on the streets, people will go on the streets. It's very motivating. It's so motivating. There has, a couple of things have to happen. Like, mm-hmm. you know how, it, like, it, it, in coup situations, it's like who controls the military, right? Um, I think in uh, American protests, I think it's who is the subway running in New York City <laughs> for New York City protests. And um, and in anywhere in the country, I think, is is the garbage being collected. Um, and if it's not, there's, and it's interesting because those are not even necessarily fundamental to livelihood like we are you know the there's lead in the i mean it, it it is right but i'm talking about there's there's even things that are more fundamental livelihood like lead in the water sure. and that does not necessarily inspire protest these are just huge crazy. massive inconveniences uh, right this these are huge like- massive inconveniences lead in the water is a literal threat to human life yeah. right and and that is i mean there's outrage and there's a lot i mean and jesus Christ, I'm not even talking, forget the people who have to actually deal with that, who I I don't, I can't even imagine what they're going through. And I don't want to add protesting to their plate. Mm -hmm. But like, we can sit by and watch that and not protest. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's also like, everybody, there's so many issues to be mad about. And there's not like an everything march right now. Like the closest to that was probably the women's march. And that wasn't really an everything march. And I, you know, I feel like it has its good and bad qualities. The first one was like incredible and motivating, and even with the groups of people. But um, I did walk through that one. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> I was part. Yeah, you just you did a, a check in. Ten minutes. The yeah. women's yeah. walk. Yeah. yeah. I showed um, up. It, do you guys? So, do you believe that we should be marching? Yes, but I agree that the la- like the leaderless quality of things right now, and it's like Greta Thunberg is probably the closest thing yeah. we have as like a leader of a yeah. real movement. Yeah, and she's sixteen, so right, right. Like, we should help her out a little bit. You right, know? right. If right. climate's the issue, then great. Like, but I think we do maybe have to pick one thing and like really protest on that. Right, and- because we've got climate, we've got impeachment. Mm-hmm. We, you know, it's. Uh, it, uh, it's very likely that impeachment articles will be sent to the Senate and the Senate will not convict, right? Mm-hmm, like that's right. the most mm-hmm. likely outcome. Now, organizers are talking about that being a flashpoint mm-hmm. for mobilization of marches. 
Uh, is that do you would you feel motivated to march if that happened? I don't know if I would call it motivated to march versus like having nothing to lose. <laughs> <laughs> Like having like, yeah, some free time and an afternoon on fire and just walk out into the street and then put some rocks in my pocket and go into the ocean, you know? Like, But <laughs> yeah. I'll be mad the whole time. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, okay, so I'm going to give you guys, though, some good news about what we may be seeing. That, uh, that yes, we're living with a baseline uh, level of rage that's much – outrage that's much higher than previous years – but they did a survey of women's marchers and found that their level of civic engagement went up after that f- that first march. So that first march ended up being just a start. It didn't mean going to one march means you're going to marches all the time. Mm-hmm. It meant going to that march means you might go to your you know community board and sit through a really boring meeting, which is, at the end of the day, maybe more important than you going to a march. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually found that very uplifting because it's like a it's just a springboard for actual civic engagement so i think what we maybe want is not marching we want actual civic engagement mm-hmm. um and accessibility to it the women's march was so accessible right for pe- anyone that wanted to even my mother who would never join a march or a protest yeah what it was you, a lot of people's you... first time going to something like that yeah like yeah. i am from tacoma park maryland and we I don't remember my first protest because they just start taking us right away in, like, the baby carriers. <laughs> but it was a lot of people's, like, first experience with it. And it is really, like, I get emotional at them because it's, like, at, oh, as soon as there's, too. like, groups of people all yelling the same thing, I'm like, this is so wonderful that we can all collaborate like this. Like, yeah. I, I will cry, like, multiple times during a protest. Um, totally. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what else I was going to say. But I, but I was going to say, do you feel like, what what is it about civic engagement on an everyday basis that seems inaccessible to you. You brought up accessibility. I think that's an excellent point. There's something alienating and I want to figure out what it is so we can like solve it. I think so I I know about Resistbot. I know my representatives right. numbers and their emails, but what else is what there? Else is and when there? they don't listen or when nothing happens then why am I engaging? Right. There's just like this, it almost seems like a block. Well, I also I do think it's like we go to these protests, but like are the people that we're protesting seeing the protests? I don't know if they are. And like when you talk to people, I every once in a while will run into a conservative relative of somebody else, but uh, like they are, they will kind of pull you as if, unless you like are straight up, they don't say it to me, but they'll say it to them. They'll be like, I just think they're paid. Like, they really think oh, yeah. that protesters are paid. They honestly believe that. And it's so, fu- like, what is, like, the Save the Children Fund yeah. pay? No, George Soros. George, <laughs> George Soros, Soros right, has right, enough right, money right. to pay. No, I That's, love the idea yeah, that, like, I don't have a job. Greenpeace, they eat fucking, you know, kibble for right. fucking dinner, but they're paying protesters. Yeah. Um, right. So uh, that's really interesting that they, yeah. I, and and, and we've all heard is that. Is it getting to the people who are in power, you know? Yeah. So that raises the, this, this other question they had. Um, that's related to this, which is that Donnie went to a World Series game and he was booed. So that was maybe the first time that he was seeing people maybe, you know, in a, it t- taking part in a form of protest, uh, a hot dog oriented form of protest. Um, do you think it was appropriate for people to be booing him? 
Yes. Of course. <laughs> How dare Joe Scarborough? Oh, my God. What did he say? What did Joe he, say? He and Mika made this whole thing on their show about how we don't want people, well, the rest of the world, to see us booing the president. Yes, motherfucker, we do. That This is like the first time that he's had to actually face regular people that were not like curated audience for him or not at one of his rallies. Right. His rallies are so yeah. bizarre and uh, just like that. It's a cult meeting. Yeah. Yes. It's a huge cult meeting. It was good so for him to be So he was in front booed. of regular people in D.C. and they booed the shit out of him and you know I mean it's like I in that moment watching his face drop as he realizes what's happening I have to say like I know we all are like we hate Hitler 100% of the time but like I felt bad I felt bad like I wish that he could just like have that friend that's like okay buddy hear that we can that's fix about that. you. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Get your act together. Like it's not it, it, it's not even like your internal you know, it's like you could change this with your behavior. You could do things to make people like you. You could do it. So easy. Yeah. I mean, I could give them just 10 things that easily would fit. I mean, he could be the most beloved president exactly. walking out of this. I mean, he tweeted office. a picture of a dog and that was a start. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was confusing. Um, This idea that like these events are happening in front of the world and they're seeing us boo our own president. You know, I Thank get God. I get that argument. But this interesting thing happened when I um, that that kind of makes me think about it differently, which is I was in South Africa. Um, it's not a big deal. I travel. I have a passport, <laughs> you guys. I don't mean to talk about it all the time, but I apparently do because a few people on Instagram have pointed out that I that I mentioned more than 75 times that I've lived in Paris. Doesn't matter <laughs> because I lived in Paris. It's not a big deal, guys. Let's stop mentioning it, please. Um, but I was in South Africa to um, speak at a United Nations convening again. Why do you need <laughs> to feel the need to brag about me like that. It's not, okay, who hasn't spoken at a UN convening? Whatever. Um, but I also, I did stand up there too in, in Cape Town, but I, I was speaking in Pretoria and their, their president um, at the time uh, was Zuma and he was embarrassing. He said a bunch of crazy shit. Like, in the, and even like, he's he was as embarrassing as Trump. Like, he said stuff like, um, I don't remember. You can't get AIDS if you shower afterwards. Oh, yeah. Stuff like that. And I'm and I'm 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 probably botching that. I don't remember exactly. But there were so many instances of that, and they were very embarrassed. And as an outsider, they want everyone I met wanted me to know specifically that they hated their president. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think it's a little bit like what you're I've saying. I've gone on Katie. that goodwill tour. Yes, right, exactly. Um, you like. I, and I was like, oh, that's so funny that they want they want so hard for me to know that uh, that they're embarrassed. And, and I also wanted to tell them, like, nobody knows about your president of the United <laughs> States because we're so fucking insular. We have no fucking idea. Yeah. But I will note that for the record. Um, but but I think it's that there is something of that, like where I want everyone in France to know. I want everyone. I want all the Kurds to know. I was in Sweden this when is embarrassing. the impeachment we're news so came sorry. out when it was announced. And oh, I was fully uh, walking around like, hello. Yes, I am American. How are you? I'm going to go get an Americano we're, coffee. <laughs> we're trying to impeach our president. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. We're trying Did to impeach. Did you see the paper? It's me. I was just in Italy and I would say I'm American when they would ask what oh you Oh, my God. Are, are we I'm just American, country bragging right now? That's all we're doing yeah. is country. I saw a guy on one of my flights that had I'm sorry about our president in like 26 languages on his shirt. <laughs> That's the shirt I needed. I've seen that shirt. That's awesome. Yeah. So you were in Italy. Oh, yes. And I people would say, what are you? Um, I get Spanish a lot, yeah. which is very flattering. Um, but I say I'm American and I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what I just start with. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. their face when you say you're American just 
drama. Well, they just yeah. don't know what you're going to say. They yeah. wait, and then they're like, how do you feel about Trump? And you're like, I fucking hate that guy. And they're like, okay. Oh, thank yeah, God. Oh, they got totally. <laughs> yeah. That's been my experience yeah. and, uh, everywhere traveling. So I think there is something about It's almost like several thousand people in that stadium came to an agreement yeah. that let's let everybody know that we are not pro this dude. Yep. Yeah. Um, and there's enough of us to do it. Yeah. Where it's going to be unmistakable. And they yelled, lock him up, which is my personal porn. Yes. <laughs> oh, which, it's so I good. Mean, so that, I guess, okay, that's where I think it's a little, I mean, it's clever. I mean, I get it, right? Joke-wise, I think it's fun. Um, I guess the one, but we don't want to, it's what's weird about it is, how, is that as a joke, it works on a lot of levels. Um <laughs> Because we're saying lock him up for legitimate crimes. Right. Um, and so I want the satire of that to be clear. And I worry that it isn't. Right, right. You know what I mean? That it just Depends looks like we're being petty. You, you said lock her up. We're going to say lock him up. Like, it just, like, sounds like we're mm-hmm. being petty as opposed to, no, this is, like, satire. I that think works we get on many one. Levels. I think we get one. Yeah, I don't think we make a chan out of it, yeah. but it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that, well, yeah, let's do it that once. Yeah. And then let us let us never do it again. Right. And now we're serious. Now we're grownups. Now we're grownups let's impeach him and then work on yeah. uh, the senate um i guess in closing what do you want people to do if they're not marching like what do you personally think people should do what do you or what do you personally hope for yourself to do in this election year that's coming up <laughs> i know i'm sorry god i didn't think that would floor you yeah, guys i really don't know i mean there's so much to choose from i guess what would you like, yeah what yeah. is the thing you would uh i'll say i'll start out and i'll say there's so many issues and the one i think you should put all of your energy in is climate change and that this is someone uh, many of you guys know this about me i've spent so m- most of my adult life working on immigration reform um Islamophobia, bigotry in its various forms, and there's still so, so, so much work to do on that front Mm -hmm. constantly. That said, even from me, and I will continue to work on those things, don't worry, but that said, I still think it's climate change. And I still think, and that means figuring out in your local whatever and mm-hmm. and, and and that's gonna it's a, a goal of mine for fake the nation in the coming year is to give people ideas as we did in the last election to give people ideas on what they can do um and so i don't have a hundred right this second but i will <laughs> my mom does canvassing and she writes postcards to people and oh. I feel like that's something that you can do at home. And and it's really just you write like I'm writing because I, you know, like whatever candidate or I'm, I care about this issue. And I am a real person. <laughs> like I love that. Yeah. So that's a that's a personal touch and a work on a campaign. Mm-hmm. OK, Ashley, what do you got? I agree about climate change. I think the other issues definitely matter, but they don't matter if we have nowhere to live um, safely. Mm-hmm. So I started making my own coffee and carrying it in a like a recyclable yeah. mug. What are those called? Reusable. Wash- reusable. Yeah, okay. Thank you so like much. Like a See, travel I'm, mug. I'm very new to this. I'm not. <laughs> but I'm just really trying to be conscientious <laughs> about what I'm using and throwing away. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like it's so easy to let it get away from By me. By the way, here's another one, you guys. For those of you who live in apartment buildings, um, and I don't know what your city is doing or not doing, but we, I am trying to have a compost pickup in yeah. our building. Oh, awesome. In New York yeah, City. Yeah, I would totally do that. In New York City, if you are on the, uh, there are certain paths that they 
they have routes. Um, and if you are on a route, you can get one in your building and it's not that difficult. And I talked to a guy and hopefully this is going to work out for my building. So awesome. there you go. So there, there are little things like that, mm-hmm. you guys, that you can do in your community. I know it takes some research. It's annoying. If you're in the city, too, there's a like an urban farm like headquarters near me that yeah. takes uh, – takes compost Come on, like, the weekends and on Wednesdays. Yeah, you can I go know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, all right, you guys. So we're going to come f- come through on Fake the Nation with more stuff. In the meantime, let me know why you don't think we're protesting or should you do you think it's okay that we're not protesting? And uh, do you think it's okay to boo? I could still see both sides of that argument. Uh, I get it. I get it. I but it I think would, we it wouldn't be okay, but it is. Yeah, <laughs> I also love booing, and there's never really a good opportunity to boo. No. And oh that that was it. That yeah, was the, the chance. Like, and it was the World Series. Yes, yes. Yeah, when do you so ever get American? To, yeah. When do you ever get to boo and listen to Shark Baby? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay, let us move on Lock to topic. That's the new theme song for Face the Nation <laughs> and and Fake the Nation, which is the name of this podcast. Thank you. You guys, let's move on to topic number three. Mark Zupper- Zuckerberg, also Zuckerberg, <laughs> what is happening Whatever you want to, to call my him mouth. is fine. Yeah. Mark was in D.C. last week to answer questions about Facebook's new cryptocurrency, Libra. And so before we get into it, I just want to know, do you guys think that Facebook should have a cryptocurrency? No. no. Take everything from that guy. <laughs> take everything away from him. I mean, really. Cryptocurrency in general, I'm like, you've got, no. He doesn't need to be have any power over money. Money is already imaginary, and he wants to make it more imaginary. It's so, I mean, but all, okay, so this is something that he said um, that day. He said, if America doesn't innovate, our financial leadership is not guaranteed. And that's basically, uh, that was a reference to China because they're looking into starting a state-run cryptocurrency. And I love the idea that for Mark Zuckerberg, the response to China's state-run cryptocurrency is a Facebook-run well, cryptocurrency? He thinks he's America. That's the thing. I was like, dude, you are not America. Yeah. You are not America. You're, like, actually distinctly un-America. Um, and nothing is innovative about what he's doing right. or trying to do. No, That's yeah. not innovation. It started, it started several yeah. years ago. We've yeah. been miserably talking about Bitcoin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> People made money on it, and now yeah, yeah. So thank there. you for dr- jumping on that miserable bandwagon. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, and and the other thing about about Facebook having a cryptocurrency is the number of data breaches. I cannot even count. And Do their you disrespect want... of data and privacy in general? In general, they don't respect. And then you want no. them anyone. to control your m- money? No. I saw The Handmaid's Tale. I mean, I read The Handmaid's Tale and then I watched two episodes and I had to tap out because it was too intense. But that's the first thing they did. It was like immediately as soon as they froze all the women's accounts and moved their money into their husband's accounts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then they didn't have jobs. So, you know, no to cryptocurrency. Thanks so much. And if he's fine letting all of these, you know, ads run or whatever, then what's to say he's not going to sell the data? Like there's no. Exactly. If he thinks he's above. It's just his promise. And it's like they just announced this partnership with the news publishers who are all getting paid to have their content on Facebook. Yeah. And it's and even the press releases like we think Mark Zuckerberg seems committed to like these sources of journalism. And I was like, I can tell you right now that he is not committed to anything. This man has no principles beyond like what's good for me and how can I get more money? Yeah. Okay. 
what are his principles? Like, what is what are his politics? I think I, I'm I'm deeply confused by that, and I think part of the reason that me personally and maybe lots of Americans have given him a pass. I think we keep giving him a pass, A, because the technology has been more complicated than what an average American can comprehend, including myself. I act like I know algorithms, right? Yeah, I make Um, jokes about them. Yeah, (laughs) like I'm I'm good at throwing in a reference uh, to algorithms. Um, I think that's one reason we keep giving Facebook a pass. And then the other reason is we sort of grew up with Mark Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like he we I literally feel like I grew up with Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. And he has a pudgy, childlike face. And you're sort of like, I mean, he was in college like <laughs> I was in college. Like we're it's OK. We're all good people, you know. And the the rosy, pudgy nature of that face is. <laughs> like is like puts a veil over America where they're like let's not scrutinize him too I mean too the stuff hard. coming out of the face is not childlike <laughs> at all no, no. no it's it, like Lex Luthor level like bullshit totally but he's like sweaty and like you know that haircut the haircut just doesn't seem scary he just seems like a normal <laughs> he doesn't like seem dork. scary yeah. right yeah. like if he was petting a cat and wearing a monocle <laughs> we would have better like symbol signals red flag yes um i I so am what are his politics? I think it's just what's good for me. He's like, it's like the Jeff Bezos plan. Like, what's good for me? Right. I mean, I think he's. I mean, I. You know, it's it from. It just seems like he's a libertarian. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a robber baron. He's a corporate robber baron. Which. I think is the only why wouldn't they just ban political ads? I don't know. It's nothing because he he wants the power. He wants to be at the nexus of all these things. He wants to have his finger on the button. And are you like generating a new like you're becoming a news outlet in a way? He wants to do everything. Ugh, I don't like it. And I I think you if you're a libertarian, you would say there should be no regulation on whether or not there should be political ads here. Um, And. The other weird thing is that he's been hosting these dinners, uh, off the record dinners with conservative journalists like Tucker Carlson, I think, was at one. Like journalist? Peop- <laughs> right. Loose uh, off the record with Tucker Carlson? <laughs> Why would anybody? <laughs> um, but I think that there, to me, that's a little scary because it's sort of like, oh, you're a libertarian who could, e- I think, easily veer into these kind of dangerous um like fake news you know m- memes of trump shooting people like territory do you know what i mean yeah. i think most libertarians you give them a little money and a little success and they're going to turn it night to nightmares like this you, you just think that's, that's like, an inevitable I, yeah i do think that's like the underlying of principle of, yes uh, well, I, that in case I ever make it, I want to be able to do whatever I want. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Immaterial whether I'm actually making it. But the I principle. mean, the do whatever I want is really at the crux of the entire um, philosophy, right? Yeah. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And every time I say her name, I sweat a little bit. <laughs> uh-huh, me too. Me because too. I feel like I'm going to miss one of the, the syllables. Eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a very it's a big struggle for me as a person. And I I, I am like, hey, guys, if you have any uh, we solutions. We all have four syllable names. So, you know, it's a challenge for us. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, can you. OK, so 
she she sort of like got at him and, she, and got him at this one moment, which I thought was really great. And I'm just going to read a little bit of what she said. She said, can you explain why you named the Daily Caller a publication with well-documented ties to white supremacists as an official fact checker for Facebook? Um, Zuckerberg actually took you know, uh, didn't agree with that characterization. He said that there's an independent um, fact-checking organization that actually determines whether or not, sorry, not an international fact-checking organization. He said independent, but it's an international fact-checking organization that accredits something like the Daily Caller. Um, And she said to that, so you would say white supremacist type publications meet a rigorous standard for fact-checking? And he was basically stood, you know, to his original thing, which is like, I don't determine that. I'm not it's in this, charge of that. Not in charge of okay, that. Okay, what are you in charge of then? But then the fun thing is that that's not true. He is in charge of that yeah. because there are people that were accredited by the Inter- International Fact-Checking Organization who were not chosen by Facebook, yeah, right? Facebook so Facebook got to handpick does, the outlets. Exactly. Facebook, Facebook still handpicks the outlets. So there is... Um, so the, <sighs> This is, again, one of those things where I'm like, why? Why, 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 why? Why are you doing this? Hubris. It's Again, for Zuckerberg, as I know he's a big fan of this podcast, (laughs) uh, just stop running political ads. I know. It's going to affect you not at all. You won't even notice a difference. You 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 won't be called in front of Congress all the time to explain yourself over this thing. You know, there's plenty of other stuff to talk about with your stupid company. but And, And the fact of the matter is, people, your users, are still going to talk about politics, right. you know? So get it's, out of the way. It doesn't way. mean that Facebook isn't going to be mm-hmm. the fucking center of all global discussion about politics. It likely still will be. Yeah. Um, but it won't be ads. It'll be actual conversation, which I thought was the point of the platform. Which is yes. we thought was people Voices. sharing and caring. Yeah. Um, and I want to point out, too, because, again, I'm... I, I just, uh, again, I'm like thinking about this rosy-cheeked person, and I'm just, and I'm like, no, he's got ill will. Facebook is one of the biggest influence um, operators in D.C. They have 60 internal and contract lobbyists, um, twice the number they did in t- 2016. They're on track to spend $12.3 million on lobbying the federal government in the first nine months of the year compared to 126 million for all of last year. So they're really doubling down on all of the things that they're doing and they're trying to get people. And I think they're like betting on this government, which is really like alarming to me and how he's so scared of Elizabeth Warren. He's really scared of any Democratic president because they're going to bust up his company because they should because it's a monopoly. Well, there was an internal memo or something that said like supporting Elizabeth Warren. He gave a whole speech internally and somebody leaked the Right. Exactly. It's an existential threat to Facebook. A recruiter reached out to me that day from Facebook. Oh. What? <laughs> I said, no, thank you. It was that same day. Like, Are I, you serious? I know what I go He just got for. a letter from his staff being like, can you, like, have people not lie in political ads? Can we, uh, can we like, go on record as not liking that? We don't want to have to explain this at Thanksgiving, you know? Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, I think uh, one of the... Um, I, I think it's really scary um, that that they're that they're doubling down. And I think the other thing we have to remember with someone like Elizabeth Warren is they also own WhatsApp. They also own Instagram. And they mm-hmm. promise not to mess those up. And they mess them up. Right. And um, when you said he particularly personally wrote me a letter about Instagram and said, I'm not changing anything. And guess what? Instagram sucks now. 
Uh, I think he also said to Congress that he wasn't going to merge data tracking between WhatsApp and Facebook, and he did not. The founder of WhatsApp left over that. And the founder of WhatsApp left over that. Um, And I think you brought up an excellent point about he's doing it during this presidency because you guys remember in like 2016. Uh, the talk of the town was Facebook's algorithm has a liberal bias. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting because on, you know, in that congressional hearing, it was the Democrats that were going after him over this platform that supposedly has a liberal bias. And it was the Republicans that were sort of like having a softer approach. So does Facebook still have a liberal bias or is they that They never ridiculous? had a liberal bias. It's the, it's the same, you know, the New York Times has a liberal bias. No, they don't. <laughs> like, right. Not to, like, borrow, you know, hacksaw, hacky lines, but, like, truth has a liberal bias. It just does. Right. <laughs> because <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, no, it's it's worth remembering. And democracy uh, drowns in darkness or whatever. Mm-hmm. What's the fucking... <laughs> Dies. Oh, die. Sorry. I'm thinking more of a maritime <laughs> yeah. situation yes. with democracy. <laughs> well, um, with the rising sea levels, I feel like it's apt. It, you, know? you know, true, true. <laughs> Climate change, like I said, it's the issue. Um, right. So so I, I think it's interesting because this we've seen this shift now in three years of Facebook being like decidedly something that everybody thought was um, politically aligned to the left now seeming like something that's really politically aligned to the right. And what concerns me about that too is just in terms of people I know that are avid Facebook users and maybe less able to determine what is true and what is false. Yeah. That really concerns me, you know, because a lot of like... It's like Fox News too. I mean... Yeah. We're just like you can get you can get access to fake news. It's available if that's what you want. I don't know. It's a different time these days. You know, it's like a lot of comparing to Watergate, but things yeah. are different. Not yeah. everybody watches the same news anymore. Yeah. No, so we don't have the same set of facts. No, <laughs> which is <laughs> crazy. And it doesn't make as sense as a statement. <laughs> um you guys, that's the end of the show. How do you feel? Great. Cathartic. Yeah, it felt know? good to talk about everything. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> my shoulders feel a little lighter oh yeah. good oh yeah. good um you you said like there's a lot the way like my therapist says it <laughs> you know it's okay Nagin. there's a lot yeah. um you guys i would love for the people of fake nation to be able to follow you all the things that you do laugh at everything that you do with you not at you but also a little bit at you um katie compa where do they find you they can find me at katie compa on everything k-a-t-i-e-c-o-m as in mary p as in paul a Come find me. I'm and fun. And then what was the name of the album again? The album is called Hard Pass. It's available on everything. It's my pinned tweet if you're looking for an easy link. Oh, and I was at the live taping. Yeah, Nikki was there. Thank you so much so for coming. So you in. should absolutely you know that I'm in the audience laughing, <laughs> laughing very, very hard. I enjoyed it so ridiculously. Please, uh, please download that album. Ashley. Hi. Where do they find you? On Instagram, it's at It's Ashley England. And on Twitter, it's England Ash. Because It's Ashley England was too long. Oh. I thought that was like a nice. That's weird. I know. It doesn't even seem that long. No. Right? I'm going to call Twitter. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, Jack. Um, and please don't forget to check out our video, um, Flip This Murder House. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so fucking funny. Uh, and you guys. Um, oh, you know what? Just this week, I was on All Things Considered. Um, and I in a piece of mine, and it is a pin tweet. Uh, you can find my audio essay from All Things Considered. And it is about how dogs 
make you live longer and how I think they should be included in all healthcare plans. <laughs> so please listen to that. I would love for you to check it out and let me know what you think and share it with your peoples. It was a, my first foray into audio essays for all Sounds things considered. Sounds solid to me. That's great. Thank you. And hopefully... I can't wait to listen to that. Uh, yeah, thanks. Yeah. And hopefully it won't be the last foray. Uh, that is a hint, hint, and a nudge, nudge for those of you to help listen to it so that they will have me back. Um, and, uh, and, you know... Um, I perform uh, all over. Mm -hmm. um, so you can look on my website and you may find some of those listed. <laughs> um, but I would really like to thank the people here at Fake the Nation that make our show happen. That's our producer, Harry Nelson, our talented audio engineer, Andy Christens, Gabby Alter wrote her theme music, Lily Fleshler helps with research. And you guys, you know, I love to hear from you. I really do. So send us your feedback. Um, tell us what topics we should be chatting about. We've got, we've had some great topics from you guys. Um, kind of uh, artfully uh, um, woven into the show and uh, so thank you thank you so much for bringing those to my attention um, tell me do you know any libertarians that would be good for the show we talked a lot about libertarians today I would love to have more of them on the show and of course I'm always looking for conservatives fun <laughs> conservatives um, they're hard to find in New York City in particular, <laughs> right? Would you guys agree? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but I'm always looking. I'm always looking. I'm open to all of your feedback. Uh, leave us a voicemail at 347-770-4981 or drop us a line at comments at fakethenation.com. If you like what you hear, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That's actually helpful in getting people uh, to learn about the show. All right, you guys. Thank you and a good day. Good day. 